Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Can smell is Sharpie marker. I love the smell of Sharpie marker. Does anyone love the smell of tennis balls? Yeah. Like, yeah. you open can. tennis balls, you fucking fire your nose into that can. Yeah. Well, the, the, the thing that I always took away from that, I watched that documentary on Netflix called Psalm about the people learning to become sommeliers. And they go around and they just smell random shit like that. Sick. Like tennis balls and stuff. Because when they so describe good. the wines, you've got to be able to like describe it in very like distinct ways. Oh. And so the Meyer's son is one of those. Really? Yeah. It's super interesting to watch that movie. more Like less so because if you're interested in wine and more so just kind of like in Sydney. I think it'd be very similar to what Ben's doing right now. Of yeah. If you want to be in like the top 1% of a very difficult profession. Yeah. The work that has to go into it. Like these people spend years studying for the psalm test right and then you have to go and you go before this whole like board of sommeliers and there are six wines they put in front of you three reds and three whites and you have to go through and you have to name vineyard where the vineyard is what kind of soil it's grown in describe all the notes for everyone and you've got to get them right and it could just it's just from any wines in the world any wines in the world you have to know the varietals all that stuff and like as you go through the movie, you see, like, there's ways... Wait, like what a, movie was this? It's called Psalm. Okay. It's on Netflix. Okay. But it's about these people's journey to become sommeliers. And there's the beginning of Flying Solo. Oh. I'm Mike Golick, and that was the lead-in. It's a great review of Psalm, by yeah, the way. Yeah, there you Check go. Check it out. So what's different about this Flying Solo is... Now, I've normally not been solo because my wife Chris has been involved, especially in the question and answer part of this. Same. It seems a little demeaning that you'd call it flying solo when mom's right here. Well, I know. I, I just I, say for a second. I've done this all the time. Should I change the name because your mother is on it? Well, before we get going, it's also, I have more voices here as well because they're in town and we're just kind of sitting around. Jake is in town. Mike has always been in town. And Sydney is in town as well. So we're all sitting here together. So this truly is not a flying solo podcast, but kind of a mixture of flying solo and sorry in advance. And just in case you hear them... He's spending way too much time I, explaining this. In the back, I, I yell the, at him every the, the week. Kid, the kids are home. You're filming a podcast. Let's get going. Yeah. And in case you hear them in the background, Hank and Harry is here. Chip is here, which is Jake's dog. And Earl. Plural. Our Earl as well. You're going to give me... This This is legitimately... This feels like watching Papa do PapaHanson.com. No, he did that really well, actually. He, he was a visionary. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was on the cutting edge of vlogging. He, he was, was like the first vlogger. Yeah. I would say dead ass. I think like between Papa and Uncle Paul, they invented vlogging. Well, I mean, when I think about it, he started out, it started out as a blog yeah. and he would type in his blog every day and then my brother got him a camera for his computer and the next thing you know, every day. Yeah, he was doing it. And for those that don't know it, that's Chris's uh, late father, Ken Hansen, and her brother, uh, Paul, as well. <laughs> That would do that, but Ken Ken was he was a visionary in that. I give him yeah. a lot of credit. He he may have started this Does whole thing have off. Some of it? Is uh, that puke? I have no idea what's going what's on outside with the dogs. Earl shit on the deck. Earl, uh, Earl pooped on my deck. Poop on the deck is that? Is that is poop it poop in his mouth? I might be in his mouth. I'm gonna. Oh, come on! Oh, no, Harry's going over to wait, check wait. The poop. poop and then he ate it. Well, maybe he smelled it. Oh. He's, got, he's got like a poop bus. Oh. He's got 
there, Sydney. That's your dog. Holy shit, buddy. Right. Get outside. <laughs> Don't let that dog inside. What? It's cold. Go outside. Oh, my Close God. Go outside. Don't swallow. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Oh, okay. He then came he... jogging back over. I was like, oh, buddy, got a leaf in your mouth? Oh, no, oh, it's not oh. a leaf. Thank <laughs> God Hank is safe and secure on my lap right oh, now. Oh, she's like cleaning his teeth off. Oh, <laughs> God. Are we thinking Earl ate his own shit? We are. Oh, my God. It seems only right that Sydney should have to do this yeah, right now. Yeah, that too, is very it? true. That is oh, very true. Ben is back in Boston. And Her Sydney life is hard. Earl here. Wow. Yeah. All right, so you guys have all uh, tweeted in a bunch of questions, sports and non-sports, and we'll wait for Sydney's explanation. Oh, you locked Sydney out. <laughs> you know what's confirmed? Go shit get the poop off the deck. I gotta get more of this fucking covered in shit. Oh, don't let him in. Well, it's out of his mouth. Oh, my God. I scraped his tongue. He's fine. Oh. <laughs> Probably not going to be kissing her Wait, all. was it on his tongue? It was on his tongue. So he ate his own poop. He was curious. Oh, do you feed God. him? What? Do you feed the dog? I mean, have you seen him? Yeah. Oh. Holy smokes. Oh All right, God. here's a first question uh, from Chris. Not it you, wasn't Chris. me, no. What is your, and, and this is great because all of you have been in them, what's your favorite favorite establishment in South Bend? So this goes back so like a bar? Yeah, well, or whatever, restaurants, you want, whatever you want. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's two areas here. There's you, you and I, Chris, when we were there. Would it be Corby's? CJ's. Um, it was probably Corby's. Yeah. Probably Corby's. We had what was called back in our day there, five points over five bars. And Corby's was probably the one we frequented the most. And Bridget's. And Bridget's. And they're all gone they're now. Gone. So that went to your guys' era. So what is your guys' favorite establishment? I was probably, probably ended up being like Old Finney's. Old Finney's would be. Old Finney's. Old Finney's. Is yeah. your favorite? Yep. Is yeah. it gone? No, it's still, it's still I think it's still there. Like it was, it was shut down for a while. It just seems like the kids are trending more towards like close to campus places now, right. as opposed to going. Well, and I mean, South Bend's building so much more yeah. out to campus, so it's going to be like a roar. Did you guys go to the linebacker when you were students? No, Never. that's a post grad bar. Yeah. yeah, it was so different because Chris, when you and I were there, you could walk to all the bars there right there. For you guys, you guys always had to Uber, cab, cab, cab. 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 Yeah. didn't have Uber. Three dollar cab, right? Flat rate. Sometimes we'd pay them in. Whatever we had in our Pizza, pockets. Pizza, yeah. You guys took an actual cab. Was it you guys that took the cab from DeBartolo to Yeah, the me, and, me and Tyler Stockton took a cab from the Goog to DeBartolo. Which was approximately how far? Under a quarter, under a quarter mile. mile. Yeah. Under a quarter mile, you call I mean, it a cab. Yeah, it's on a walking campus, so. How mad was the t- cab driver? He didn't care. He didn't care? No, he didn't care. Nope. I'd have been so mad. No. Cab drivers around South, I mean, they're pretty used to it. It's like a very, like, small geographic footprint, so they're used to short cab drives there. That might have been a bit extreme, but, like, you're also going to DeBartolo, that's heavy foot traffic area, Did so. people have scooters on campus when no. you guys were there? Not even, like, the regular scooters. Jake was a pioneer. Yeah. yeah. I had a, it's called a, a pooch moped, and uh, gasoline-powered, but then once, so no motorized vehicles are allowed on campus, so once you got onto campus, it had bike pedals. And you could just bike on campus, and then so when you, you just, got off, did you, you just kill the you kill the, the motor, motor and you pedal, and yep. then when you wow. get off campus, you turn it on and ride home. What happened to Sydney on the pooch bike? I fell off that at the goo. And, and when you I fell was laying off, on the front, gr- the you grass. fell off. You lost your wallet, and in your wallet were like three fake IDs. <laughs> 
had a security I, phone. I had a call from security, and they were like, "We found your wallet, but also like multiple forms of identification. <laughs> so we're gonna have to confiscate those." And I was like, "Fuck, I'm not going out this weekend." Do you have to? <laughs> so on that note, we just asked favorite. They called us too. Yeah, they did. Favorite establishment in South Bend, Sid, and since Narcs. you've been going at them since you were like 15 years old. CJ's. CJ's? Love CJ's. Been going there since I was like 15, 16. Yeah. Really good memories. And that's still yeah. there, too? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. CJ's, really I would popcorn. say, it's actually, I would say, really good popcorn, really good burgers. Really like, good if you burgers. actually go there for yeah. dinner during the day, it's a wonderful dining so experience. So, all your establishments <laughs> except Thieve are still there. Yeah, repeat. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, at, no, Club 23 also got torn down because I think a car ran into the side of that. <laughs> Well, People used to go there for Monday night. It's not carry- a laughing matter. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what you think is so funny. Yeah. Fro- Frozen Long Islands and Monday night karaoke were a staple. As oh. I, fun fact: I never actually went to Club Twenty Three. It's another thing I know enough about to reference, but I never actually went. Where is inside. it at? I don't remember because I never went there. Oh, okay. It was closer to where like Carlo and them live, where those new apartments yeah. got built on the other side. Like club, obviously Club Twenty Three is because it was on Twenty Three. So where you take like. Where you take like South Bend Ave and run into Twenty Three, it was basically back there. Okay. Okay. So Harrison. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Harrison and Trevor used to go there a lot. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Here's another question. This is from Meg, and uh, we're going to have fun with this one. How much would I you think have? We'll decide that. Yeah. How much would you have willingly paid the bartender for them to have served shots at Jake and Jenny's wedding? <laughs> I think we got them. We to got do we, shots. We did. So we one of the biggest, the yeah, one of the biggest disappointments was we got an, an ice an ice sculpture luge. that was like a luge, and we thought, okay, this is going to be great. Everybody's going to be able to take shots, shots at the bottom the of the luge. Well, we got this beautiful sculpture done. But they said you can't do shots. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> you you can't do shots at the at the bar. We're like, wait a minute, we got this ice luge, and now you're saying not only can we not do the luge, but we can't do shots. Well, there was one wonderful bartender who was tipped quite handsomely, who said, "Listen, if people come up here and order, say whiskey neat, what do you know? You know, it's kind of a shot." I was gonna say, what's the, like? There's more alcohol in actual. Mixed drinks sometimes just do fucking shots. Yeah, um, it's. Just, I think it's. I think it's just a legal thing for them. But again, very. I think easy it's to, legally fucking stupid. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> listen, not not wrong, not wrong. But yeah, neat basically ends up making it a double. Yeah. So really, I think I we're all the winners there. I wonder what the four there. seasons uh, were Sydney's wedding. I have to imagine they don't allow shots either. I'm so, pretty sure any uh, wedding setup I've ever been to is not going to allow shots. So you know? just we're just going to order it neat. Okay. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's what we're going to do. So that's what the guy said. So everybody just went up and said, you know, give me this neat, whatever. And they were doing shots. You know, it's basically how it went. And, and Jake, what kind of record did we set at your reception? Most alcohol consumed. They had to go out and buy more. More Most vodka, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. And they changed they the changed. pricing structure yeah. at the Morrison after that yeah, so for we, alcohol. I, we added price per head on every person that was coming. We added an additional, I think it was like 25 bucks or something for each person. And they don't do that anymore now. Now it's a, whatever the, the booze cost is what you pay. Yeah. We, we stole. Yeah. We stole. It was definitely did. We made out like bandits on yeah. that They learned one. lessons. Yeah, they did. And we're here to teach. Yes. We're here to teach. All right. I want to also talk about, Chris, you put out, and again, you may be hearing the dogs in the background. They're all playing and growling. Um, you put out a on your Twitter feed. A question. Why don't you, why don't you pose that well, here? I saw the commercial for Pop-Tarts last night and it got me thinking about how long Pop-Tarts have been around and how they've kind of stood the test of time with all the new things that come out. People still love Pop-Tarts. And I wanted to know if people prefer their Pop-Tarts toasted or untoasted. 
and I prefer mine toasted, but there's some flavors that I don't think should be toasted, but mostly I like them toasted. See, and I, I've rarely, if ever, maybe you toasted them for me once to show me, but I've always eaten them right out of the pack. And you said it's because you can't wait. I mean, I, just, I guess laziness plays yeah. a part of it. Right. But, I mean, and for years before ESPN had the, the flick, what they have now, of a way to get food, it was just vending machines. And for years, I would just go get a pack of, of Pop-Tarts, you know, and there wasn't a toaster there. Well, I, just I guess that's the thing is most instances of where I'm buying t- Pop-Tarts would be like out of a vending machine somewhere where I don't have a toaster handy. And so you just get so used to that. Like part of Pop-Tarts allure in my mind is the convenience. Like, yeah, you can buy them and bring them home, but it's that I can get a Pop-Tart almost anywhere and know exactly what I'm getting. And there's some ass to it. Like there's two of them in there. They're big enough to where you're kind of getting a pseudo meal. Has anybody ever got a pack of Pop-Tarts, ate one and saved the other one for later? I have. Yes. You Really? It's mostly because I feel bad about myself. Yes. I would like like to eat both, but I like shame myself into just eating one. My thing is, is that I didn't even know Pop-Tarts were supposed to be toasted or could be. So I just ate them raw. (laughs) Like, or cold, whatever. I don't care either way. I like them. I probably prefer them probably regular. Jake raw. is yeah raw. raw. <laughs> Jake is uh, what has been dubbed by uh, I, our friend Hillary as bi toastal. Ah, so yeah. you can have it toasted either way. But yeah. I think what added to this, it didn't come down to just toasted or non toasted. What we found, so many people tweeted, and here's one Andy tweeted: My dad always toasted them, then slapped a big glop of country crock butter on the back side of it. We. That's we hot. heard from so many people that they said they toast them. Paris Hilton. That's and hot. Then, and, hot. Then, and then put butter on them. I have obviously never done that. Right. I've never even thought about doing We're that. We're going to have to try it now. We are going to have to try well, it. That's what Dane, uh, Dane used to do when he played with us when we'd have pregame snack before night games. We got them. It was always mac and cheese, bar, uh, buffalo chicken, and then we would have cookies and milk there. And Dane would always sit at our table and butter his chocolate chip cookies and eat them. Really? Wow. Huh? And they weren't warm. Then. No, they're just cold chocolate chip. Honestly, I don't care if it's warm. Like I, they love were big though, like a lot of surface area to get some butter in yeah, there. Yeah, I, I love. Never thought. To I do love that. butter. I'm down. I'll try that sometime. Jenny's not here, but I feel like that's a thing Jenny might have done. Yeah. So we'll have to confirm. It would be it. great, depending on the flavor of the pop tart, to take them both, toast them both, and make a sandwich out of them, and do some sort of schmear in the middle oh, that pairs nicely with their flavors. It's true. And just even put like some ice, like do like the Mrs. Field style, and just throw ice, ice in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Or like the like if you enjoy like a s'mores, maybe you'd like to substitute with the Reese's instead of the choppy. You the s'mores pop tart, put some peanut butter in the middle of those two. Oh man. Have yourself an afternoon. All right. So thinking about a sandwich, then somebody tweets in. Horny. While undeniably tasty. Are donuts acceptable substitutes for hamburger buns? Not for me. That changes the what you're working with yeah. a little bit. See, I'm not a fan of mixing Sweet and like savory together. Yeah. People that like the bacon donuts. Yeah. See, I, don't, I, I don't get into that. I don't, I don't either, and I'm a fan of donuts and bacon, but not. I honestly shall just, never meet. I just think donuts and in but uh, holding a hamburger patty together equals. Diarrhea. Is there, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be too TMI, but like, that no. doesn't go together. No, I, I'm, I'll tell you. So, I have experienced this one time. I was in Cincinnati calling a football game, and the night before the game, I went down to the hotel, had like a little square lobby type thing, and out in the lobby was like street food, and one of the stands was serving burgers, and they had the alternative for burger and donuts. And so, I said, all right, game time. 
went like tried it like it tastes wonderful it does taste like good. it was really good and like the stand did a good job there was like brew cheese and arugula like it was some high-end shit and i went back to my room and absolutely like cracked porcelain i pooped so much yeah. oh my god it seems like it's just, it's just a bellyache is there is there can you think of a non pastry type thing that you would put in between two donuts that you would like like we're, we're, people do like a hamburger. Would you, is there something else that you could make that Fish. work? Fish. Ice oh. cream. Ice cream. Wait, what? What are we? What? What else what? would you make? make two donuts. Make a donut, donut, sandwich. Make a donut sandwich. What ice else would cream. you put in the middle? Ice cream. Oh. Patty for something oh. else. I see. Okay. <laughs> milk. Ice cream is pretty good. It's a pretty good one. That's what you get though when we go to milk craft, right? Yeah. Just yeah. A yeah. Creamy bun. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're just going to continue with this. It's not going to be a segment. We're just going to keep going. How about um. Waffles or pancakes? Pancakes. God, it's such a toss-up. Pancakes. pancakes. It really is. I think pancakes at the end of the day, if you're going to make me pick one. Think you know what I love? When you let the butter seep into the pancake and then you put some syrup on top and you can like crust over the top because it's like a little think damp of, and soggy. The, the, waffle is, <laughs> the waffle itself, I think, I think the inherent design of the waffle... <laughs> the inherent design of the waffle allows for... When you smear the butter and pour the syrup, it goes into the the wells. And then it gets. I do you like your waffles kind of soggy? Uh, I yeah. Do. I mean, well, do, you do you hear how excited we are? We're See, I don't really. I'm not a big, big globs of syrup oh, fan. I'd rather like go with a little you, bit of butter and whipped cream. You fill the wells cream? with butter, yeah. and then you put the syrup over the top. And, and it's it like little it. pools. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I try and watch my sugar intake. That's how I roll. <laughs> we, we realize that. Yeah. I mean, whatever. listen, it's a, there was a point where you didn't. Like, type 2 <laughs> didn't happen on its own. He's joking, too. Yeah, I was kidding. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was, that, was, oh. that was a joke. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, you're throwing out there. Are you throwing out on Twitter best smells or best sounds? Best, so, I, I have a running list of both. I the best smells to encounter in the wild came up a while ago, but uh, today I've moved on to best sounds right now, and it came because I was having a conversation with a friend who said one time Usain Bolt came to the high school where he ran track and he said that it was insane. He's like, there were so many Jamaican people there and it was such a great, like, fun event. And he said it was like the Jamaican Super Bowl. And, oh, wow, Jake Jake pulled up the uh, waffles. waffles. Yeah, loaded <laughs> waffles. Yeah. So, and I also think the waffle thing kind of depends on type, too, because I'm thinking of, like, a big like Mickey Mouse waffle that's got the high pools, but you're talking about there. That's like the waffle, waffle house. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's pancake batter. Sorry to go back. No, <laughs> uh, it's pancake batter with a little bit of crisp to it. Right. Yeah, that's right. You're yeah, right. Well, so, and I do like my quite honestly, my pancakes are a little crispy. Where I forgot where we go, where we what? were at. We're a little crispy on the edges. Where, where the heck were we? Were you guys out? And it was in Arizona. I think it might have been in butters. Arizona. I think it was was it was butters or, or first, one watch. Of, first, first watch. First watch. Where, where the pancakes had, or had a little bit of crisp to the ends of them. I and they were really good. See where this always like leads this? back? Yeah. I mean, it was... I see. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I have to rebuke that. Yeah, I know. I'm not I into it. it. Fluffy well, like, I want, yeah. mine, I want mine to look like this. Yeah. Yeah. Fluffy yeah. Like, like, like barely. And because, Sydney, like you were describing before, when they get, like, saturated enough, because the first butter layer <laughs> is so important, and it then is. when you hit it with the, the, the syrup on top, 
which I came to syrup late in life. You guys remember I just used to be strictly like, butter yeah. and fold them into quarters. Really, no, really disturbing. Yeah, really, really yeah. disturbing. No, listen, I, 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 I feel shame. Mike would also pack up his bacon in a napkin and take it home. He's yeah. got a long way. Yeah, or a pancake. But Sydney's right when you describe when you can just kind of hit the top and it just kind of scrapes off. Well, I was going to say, like that layer. Oh, yeah. my God. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's just that little, like, it's almost like when you, like, exfoliate and there's that dead layer of skin that's yeah. really easy to fall <laughs> off. Except this is. Except you can eat this one. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. So back to best sound. I, I, I just now I'm just stuck on the waffle okay, house. Okay, so my thing, well, waffle house's waffle really is like the Pokemon mid evolution. <laughs> it's like the war turtle. Yeah, it, yes. It's what like are, a spork for pancakes and waffles. What are, what are we talking about? Sound? Yeah. Oh, the, my, best sound. the best sound. But what's the like best? Like I said, if you're on a walk and you come to like a little, um, like uh, brook, brook, and you hear it, oh, the when, you, when you got a cast iron on the stove. Super hot, and you're about to sear off a steak yeah. when it starts to sizzle. Well, like Mom that. also oh. talked about it. Doesn't matter if it's coming to you or not. Oh no, Mike, you, you did. When the fajitas yes. order is coming out, oh, yeah. 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 So, much, so much pageantry. So I, I, I don't mix, like to squeeze water on the outside. Yeah. It makes it steam. That's all I it mix sound and smell together and say some some sizzling bacon in the morning when you get up. The sound of it and the smell of it. Could be the best the combined you have thing. the smell of coffee on your list, right? <laughs> the smell coffee of... Coffee percolating. Yeah. Or you could just tie this all together in the sound of a waffle iron when it starts to beep and you know your waffle's done. <laughs> there you go. You've come full circle. <laughs> I, I said, though, I think the purest sound and the nicest sound is a steel drum. Yeah, it's a great sound. That's where I was it's going when my sound. friend said it was when watching Usain Bolt and the crap pack crowd, he said it was like the Jamaican Super Bowl. And I said that would probably have to feature a lot of steel drums. Right. You hear that and it's just time to drink. Yeah. You hear that noise and it's time to drink. I just think of like the beginning of PIMP too. Yes, true. Great song. Oh my God. Great song. <laughs> All right. Um, we should actually talk a little bit of sports in here. Let's start with... Uh, well, a, a couple of people are, are, are commenting and since... You know, we all went to Notre Dame. There are people that are asking, should Notre, should Notre Dame stay in the ACC or, or go back to independent? Go. Uh-oh. And I, I don't think there's any doubt. They, they are going to go back to independent, uh, and they should be independent. Everybody thinks we're so high and mighty because of that. I mean, it's worked for us. Badass TV contract. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when it doesn't work for us anymore. Then I have always said, if your school had a network come knock on their door, if you were independent and going to pay you millions and millions of dollars, you would do it. They're just don't act like it's you, not them. Yeah, yeah, don't act like you wouldn't because you would. And everybody wants to jump on Notre Dame when they go into the playoffs. Talk to the committee, man. Why, why, you talk, why are you ripping Notre Dame? Talk to the 13 people who voted them in there. I mean, it kind of seems like a tired, tired topic. Oh, really? Yeah. It really does, it goes doesn't on it? And on and on, like. Yeah, it's it's. I can say it's it's one of those things that like I think if you're still arguing for that, it's just because you don't care to know better. Like most people that are around college football and like actually like watch it and like digest the sport, kind of understand like what you just said. Anyone would do it, but some people just want to be mad about shit. Jake, yeah. you don't care. 
Don't care. No. Just go. go ahead and play football and have a good time. Do you guys think Urban Meyer is going to be successful in Jacksonville? I don't know. Maybe. Like, he, let's put it this way. He's got a better foundation than, like, recent college to NFL right. coaches that we've seen. And do you think because the game has changed in the NFL, it will work to, to help him be more successful? Or do you think that part component isn't going to matter that much? Do you think it'll be more personality, like how it, it blends? Or do you think it'll be... I think interpersonally, I can't predict it because I don't know him. But, like, he's changed his offense a million times. Right. Like, He's always adapted to what's come next, though. Football-wise, I think he's going to be fine. Like, So you think it'll be more personality? What do you mean? Like how he blends with his players? Or do you just think if he gets a good quarterback and is successful, then you he'll know, be successful? All this how they blend with their players, it's about winning. Right. There are coaches out there that players don't like. Would you all love to get along and sing Kumbaya in the locker room, as I said a thousand times over the years? Yes, but even if you don't get along and you win... You know, Matt Patricia, you know, rubbed a lot of people the wrong way in Detroit. But if they were winning, so what? Well, nobody, like everybody nobody cares. kind of made fun of Adam Gase, like that he was a weird dude and he obviously struggled. But he didn't win. He didn't win. I mean, do you think we'd be having the – anybody would have cared if he was a weird dude if he would have won? Oh, no. Well, I think it's less about is – is he a weird dude and winning and do these personality types prevent you from being successful? So it's how much of the way that you deal with people. Well, I guess that's success. what I was kind of asking about urban. Then. Yeah. And, and, and I guess the way, I don't know what you think, Mike, but overall how I look at it, when we sit there and we see all these new coaches being hired and some people have never heard of some, some are like, Oh my God, who is this guy? And then there's the urban Meyer that everybody knows. Well, what a great hire. We're not sure here. You don't know about any of them. You have no idea about any of them, of how they're going to do, especially if it's a coordinator, because it could be a great coordinator, and you go, go into the NF, to be a head coach where now you're a CEO, and you fall on your face. I mean, one of the, the, the best coordinator I ever had was Bud Carson, and I think he was one of the best defensive coordinators of all time, God rest his soul. And when he became a head coach, he failed, and he even told us and me, he said, I'm, I'm better as a coordinator than as a head coach. And I just, you, you don't know. Everybody wants to, oh, how do you think Dan Campbell's going to do? Or how do we think Urban's going to do? Or how do we think Salah's going to do? Man, I have no idea. Well, I mean, is Doug Peterson kind of the poster child for that? Like three years ago, he won a Super Bowl and was like, everybody loved him. And was he really basically a product of how it all came together and less about him? No, I think that organization is doing a terrible job. I think their GM is drafted pretty poorly. I think so, I mean, it's components he couldn't control. Yeah, they fired him because they have a quarterback on a contract that's going to keep him there. Till exactly, and he was, he was talking about the possibility of not having that quarterback around. They were having none of it. Another one is Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy comes again from the from from Andy Andy Reid, you know, where again Doug Peterson did, and Matt Nagy the first year as the NFL Coach of the Year. Right. And now what happened? And now they were talking about is uh, are he and Ryan? There's a fucking tight end room. Holy shit! (laughs) Are he and Ryan Pace going to be gone? And they're not going to be. They're going to be back for at least one more year. But how quickly it can kind of kind of fall off yeah i guess i just find it interesting because i think you're more at the mercy of how your situation gels and comes together rather than plus what do you have what do you have control of right you know if you're a guy like urban meyer maybe you get control of more you know the old old bill parcells you know if i'm going to cook the dinner i need to buy the groceries so which is harder to do nowadays you should have a better working relationship with gms and such but 
I think overall, you know, you, you love seeing guys get a chance to be head coach, but we have no idea how they're going to do. I think it generally tends to be, are you coming into a quarterback situation yeah. that is either right. stable right. or aligned with you? So yeah. if you're a first-year coach, like if the Bears draft a quarterback that they expect to play this year, they're going to fire Matt Nagy in 2022. I don't think that's a, like an if. I think that's an it's going. So you to mean happen. if they if they draft someone this year? What what, hap- what tends to happen is if you're a quarter if you're a coach that's got a bad win loss record going into a season and they draft a rookie, the old school of thought used to be you hold them, play them at the end of the season, and say I need more time. Generally, what tends to happen is they get forced on the field. They see, oh man, we invested in this kid's pretty good, and we don't want you to mess that up. So we're going to bring in someone who can. They did it with Jeff Fisher in Los Angeles when Jared Goff got there. They did that in Chicago with Mitch and John Fox when he was they first did there. Do that. They did that with Dirk Cutter in Tampa. Like you go back and just look. It happened with um, it, uh, Hugh Jackman or uh, Jackson. Hugh Jackson, Jackson. 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 the great, the, great the greatest showman. <laughs> yeah, it happened in the greatest show. They brought in Zac Efron. And, <laughs> Then the, then the circus got better. But, yeah, like, you go back. I made a list one time, and it's staggering when you go back and look of, quote, coaches that come in with poor win-loss records getting handed rookie quarterbacks tend to get fired after that rookie year. It's so interesting to me, though, because, like, Matt Nagy inherited Mitch, but that Mitch wasn't his guy. Like, wouldn't this pick be, the, if they pick a new guy, wouldn't this pick, in fact, be his guy? It would be, but at the same time, like, that's not how, like, the front office thinks. Like, Ryan Pace is trying to save his job, right, too. Right, And so he's got to make sure that. Like, I always think, like, like Sean McVay is, like, the perfect case study. Like, Jared Goff wasn't his guy, but he made Jared Goff so much better than he should rightly be. Right. That now people see, all right, Sean McVay, he's the known good. We right. can keep him yeah. around. If we got to dump Jared Goff, then we'll dump Jared so Goff. So do you think that they're 100% they're getting rid of Mitch? Someone's shit over there. God, there's so much poop in this. Yeah. Seriously? It's a different consistency, though, so it's a different person. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I, guess, I hope I would, it's not a person. I would hope Unless yeah. Jake didn't make it Jake's to the back. Jake's not at the table, so. Yeah. That is true. I was hoping it wasn't Earl again. So do you think they get rid of Mitch? Yes. Oh, they should. Do you, but you think they should, but do they? Yes. And you, then they, you think they draft someone or they go out and get someone? I, I don't know what they'll do, but I know if they go and get a free agent, Magnaggy's got a chance. If they draft somebody, I think that he is probably going to get fired after that because gotcha. that generally tends to – it's not a commentary on him. It's just a commentary on that situation. I also think one of the biggest differences – remember we went through that era – few years ago where it happened for a couple of years where the head coach was hired because of who the quarterback was. Yeah. And they were going to have that all of that relationship. Well, that's what they thought with Matt Nagy. Oh, right? exactly right. And then it turns out not working. You look at the difference this year. Urban Meyer, they're, they're gonna, they know they're going to have a new quarterback, but he wasn't brought in to an existing quarterback. You look at Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, you know, he was with the Saints as a tight ends coach. They're not bringing him to Detroit to all of a sudden be able to work with Matt Stafford because he's not going to be the quarterback there much longer. You look at a Brandon Staley, who the Chargers' new court, new uh, offensive coach or, or head coach. He was a D coordinator for the Rams. So and he and he had Dev Justin Herbert, a young developing quarterback, and they hired a D coordinator just like Sala, who was the D coordinator in San Francisco, going to the Jets for a young emerging quarterback. So it's like it's shifted again. You know, you're not bringing in the head coach to particularly just because of the quarterback. Now, especially these defensive coaches, their most important hire is going to be who's going to run the offense. Yeah, I, I think it, it kind of differs, too, because like we had Arthur Smith in this hiring cycle, Arthur too. Smith, right, who's an O coordinator for the Titans, took over for the Falcons. Again, yeah. but he's like, going into a older quarterback situation, so he wasn't hired 
because of the quarterback situation where I'm talking about a few years oh, ago. Yeah. They were hired because of the quarterbacking situation. Yeah, now it's basically just how close have you been to Sean McVay recently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, gen- that generally tends to you be You were with going. him like in the last three years, right? Maybe yeah, I think so. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe <laughs> I can get a job yeah, somehow. Sean, somehow. Sean McVay is kind of a kingmaker right now yeah. despite a propensity for hair gel and a poorly lined beard. Mm-hmm. All right, it's so high. let's finish up on... He's in L.A. too. you think that he would be... He, boy, he uses a lot of hair product. Well, no, sure. so it's lined up right. My problem with Sean McVay is that it's too high on his cheeks. So, like, normally your beard line is, like, sitting midway down here. Right. And Sean's is, like, up here. But it's that's, way too high. that's his, his barber's issue, right? Well, I mean, listen, you have a say over Well, you have a like, say. You I, say don't do that if, anymore. I kinda, like, I usually, like, I'm not, I don't go to a barber. I go to, like, Great Clips because I'm cheap and bald. Like, I have no reason to spend money on a haircut. I actually cut my own hair now. Right. I just have clippers at home and do that. But even when I was going to give someone else cut my hair, I would never let them touch this. Because I didn't trust. Because they always want to go too low to oh, some okay. people. And make it too thin at the bottom here or just like if you get it down low then it's a chin strap and you kind of look like a douchebag like right. no offense to people with chin straps <laughs> I, I think yeah, it's a big I, offense I just so. don't well, I just don't think that's it, not your thing I just don't think it looks good uh-huh. I think that's a style of facial hair that shouldn't be worn <laughs> by anyone yeah. and again Everybody like if, you, if, if you've got a chin strap like cool like I don't hate you and I, I don't hate, have a problem with I hate you your face I just <laughs> I just want better for the way your face looks. Oh, my God. All right, let's finish this thing yeah. up. We already lost Jake. Uh, oh, there Jake, he is. What do you think about the hair right here on your face with your beard? Do you think Sean McVay's beard line is too high? Because I do. Have you even noticed is it? Is it full? Is it full? Yeah, I mean, it's full. It's just really I've never high. noticed it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And it goes like straight across from his mustache over there. It's high, but that's just what his is. So yeah. What about chin straps? Chin straps are not. I had one. Shouldn't do it. Don't yeah, ever do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Who's doing that now? Is, are people I, still I hope doing still do that? People that still wear cargo shorts. Yeah. What's wearing <laughs> cargo you, shorts? A lot. A lot of wrong. <laughs> All right, let's I, mean, I don't think his face looks that. He, he does got the hair gel working, that's yeah. for sure. You know what's interesting? His hairline goes pretty far back on the sides. I wonder if he's losing that fight. But he's trying to keep it in the front there where he has that hair gel. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, Dad's not. Yeah, that's true. He's not. All right, let's finish up with some picks. We got two games this weekend: AFC NFC Championship game, Bills against Kansas City. Mike, do you think it matters at all what happened during the regular season? That was a Kansas City win, 26-17. It was a one-score game with about six minutes to go, and it was in October. I don't think it means a damn thing. No, it doesn't at all. So, what do you think about this one? Oh, I mean, if Pat's playing, the Chiefs win. That's, I mean, it's it's pretty simple for me. As you long think as it's I, that cut and dry? I, I, you yeah. know what I love about this? Both games are like no more than three or three and a half point spread, right? Yeah, I mean, because both are rematches from the regular season yeah. here. Like every, Buffalo yeah. beat Kansas City in the regular season. No, no, no. Season. I was just saying Kansas City won 26-17, but it was a one-score game. It was a one-score game with about six minutes and to go. And where was the game? The game was in Buffalo. No, no, no. The game was at Kansas City. I'm sorry. It was at Kansas City, where it's going to be now. So I, I like what Buffalo's doing. I mean, I do, but I, I, I can't go against um, Kansas City. It looks like, obviously, Pat's going to play. He was on a limited basis of what he could do, but he's, he's on the path to playing. So I'm going to go with Buffalo. I do like what Buffalo Crazy is doing, though. Uh-huh. I mean, with the way Allen's playing, one. with Diggs and the yeah. defense. I'm going to go with Buffalo. It's going to be... Uh, what do you guys like? Uh, I was going to pick Buffalo. Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City only scored 26, you know, in that one. I'm going Kansas City as well. Um, 
So, but uh, we'll see. And then the NFC, this is another one. They played in the regular season, and Tampa Bay destroyed Green Bay, I think like 38 to 10 or something like that. Um, was it in Tampa? Um, uh, what's his like name? I can't remember. Aaron Rodgers threw a pick six uh, in that one as well. Uh, let's see, that game was Tampa Bay. Uh, that was at Tampa. Tampa won a 38 to 10. And again, I don't think that means a thing because remember the last time New Orleans and Tampa played, New Orleans destroyed Tampa Bay and then Tampa beat them in New Orleans, you know, in the divisional round. So, but you were saying, Chris, about Brady, if he, if if he, he can, wins the gauntlet that of quarterbacks he's gone through to go, if he wins the Super Bowl, if he right. makes it to the Super Bowl and wins, he'd have Pat Mahomes. He, right, um, if, if Kansas City gets there. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Who, who Drew play? Brees. Drew Brees. They just beat Drew Brees, yeah. It's a hell of a run. I mean, it'd be one of the best. Do you think he ever. would retire? I do. I don't think that guy's retiring. No. You don't think he'd retire? I mean, you almost can't go out any better. I feel like it's the awesome. Everybody says, is it you or is it Bill? Right. Bill doesn't even make the playoffs. Right. You win the Super Bowl. You run through Breeze, Rodgers, and possibly Mahomes. Can there be a better table set to just ride off into the sunset? No, but like we love neat pictures. They don't. No, that no, that that's true. That's true. I, that's if the that's dude, true. It's not my life. Like right. at the end of the day, if the dude still life. wants to play, he should absolutely keep playing. But boy, what a what a sunset that would be. It would. It'd but be awesome. All that being said, I'm going with the Packers. I'm gonna say just suck Tom for a little bit here. Yeah. By the way, I'm picking Green Bay. Yeah, no, yeah. I I like Green Bay. I like the way Rodgers is playing right now. The de- it's going to be very interesting in the defense um, to not let Tampa Bay get the run going because that's when they get the play action going. Um, but I, I like Green Bay. I like Aaron Rodgers, but I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Aaron Rodgers won last week with a middle part in his hair. I think that's a <laughs> no. pretty, pretty dangerous precedent. Can't doubt that guy. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> if you walk in with that kind of confidence right now, it's kind of like when Tom Brady went through that phase where he was like, Giselle was trotting him out at like European soccer games and he had that shaggier long yes. hair. I think I'm gonna. Isn't that ane- when he was in the walking boot? I'm gonna anecdotally. Dancing, dancing, yeah. I'm gonna anecdotally say that was 2007 when Tom Brady had his best season. I don't know if that's true or not. No one fact check me and just assume that haircuts are a direct indicator of success. And so Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is gonna win. Okay. Is, is there a better player who's more gets a chip on his shoulder or loves to prove people wrong than, than Aaron Rodgers? No. I mean, he's unbelievable. He's an ordinary that. cat. Yeah, he's, he's going to do great on hosting Jeopardy. Yeah, he is. What he I, is. I said to Ben when we were watching Green Bay game, I said it has to be so disheartening. Like if you're a receiver for Green Bay and you drop a ball because he looks so disappointed in you after. Yeah. Like you're never like he's never going to throw the, throw the ball, ball again. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that was your shot. Like you dropped it, you're done. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Well, sorry. Look. It's yeah, like Happy Gilmore. Well, okay, you're fired. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I like, I feel like when Aaron Rodgers gets disappointed, like it's a next level. Like he's gonna go over to the sideline and hand you like a real time picture of your family and be like, if you want to see them again, you're gonna catch that. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got a van waiting outside your house just taking pictures. I would agree. He's, right. he's a scary guy. He is. He's, yeah. he's a but, very I mean, scary guy. It seemed like it's not like Tom Brady's like I don't know. It's like Tom Brady yells at guys all the time. That's gotta kind of suck. But he like posts funny things on social media. Yeah. Think about yeah. think about who we're seeing right now though. That like Philip Rivers retired, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Oh. Ben Ben Roethlisberger oh. playing, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Obviously, Breeze, Brady, Rodgers. We've seen a lot of Hall of Fame. Do you think Drew, Drew Breeze is coming back because he was kind of a shell of himself? Like he there's well, reports that, that he's hurt. Reports said he had a torn labrum. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to want to come back from that and show you say because what is what has it been? He can't push the ball down the field. Is there going to be that pridefulness right. of saying? I'm going to come back and show you guys I'm going to do it. Got to come back. I have so much more to prove. (laughs) 
so much going. So much more to show them. Yeah. 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 Keep going. Keep going, Drew. Keep going, keep going Drew. Drew. I just want you to keep going. Keep, going. So, keep playing football forever. Okay. Sorry, the rest of the NFC elite. I have Kansas City and Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Sid? Uh, Green Bay and, and Bills. And Buffalo. Chris? I have Tampa Bay and Buffalo. Okay. Jake? KC and Green Bay. Mike? Same. KC and Green Bay. All right. There you go. That's our picks. That's it. So you did a whole podcast. Did a whole podcast. We were going to have everybody just do one segment. I was going to take over later, but why? It's not like I would have done anything better than this. I mean, who doesn't like to hear Sydney use the F, drop the F bomb 10 times in a podcast? What's the F word? Yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody enjoy the weekend. We'll talk next week. I'm not. No, I'm not. (laughs) It's not that podcast.